This is Liberated Love Notes, a podcast on Living Corporate Network hosted by yours truly, Brittany Janae, creator of Liberated Love Notes, critical self-reflections and affirmations for the culture. Y'all already know Liberated Love Notes is your source for weekly doses of self-reflection, affirmation, and reimagining for us by us. Y'all, I've been thinking about how music is legit a form of, like, lyrical theology. (laughs) Music is thought leadership. Black music is lessons learned, right? I think about, you know, in the spirit of remembering, music is actually how I learned to spell my name word to MC Assassin, otherwise known as my father, Braxton's Babu. Music is actually how Braxton, who is my son, y'all, learned how to spell his name. <laughs> it go a little something like the B, the R, the A, the X, the T, the O, the N. It's Braxton. And he'll be like, hold up. is." <laughs> and so I share all of this because none of this is like lost on me when I think about how music in the present has really been a tool to just shape my own consciousness. I learn so much from music. I think about how artists, specifically Black artists, have used music as a tool for storytelling. Y'all have actually used music quite a bit as a learning modality in sessions and workshops and training and learning experiences that I facilitate. I mean, it's something about hearing sounds of blackness or like Erica Badu, Arrested Development, if I'm taking it back, Jilly from Philly. It's something about hearing that in a corporate context that makes it feel just like a little bit like home it makes that space feel a little bit like home and so I I am drawn to music as a learning tool anyways there is this song that um this song by Mumu Fresh y'all that I've been listening to it's actually part of this playlist so I think about music being part of my praxis and practice I have this playlist, Liberated Love Songs to Self. I'm actually thinking about throwing it up on the site. There's a bunch of different songs that are culturally affirming, racially affirming, self-affirming, all Black, everything. I'm going to throw it on the site. I'll drop it in the, uh, the show notes. But there's this song that I have included on this playlist by Mumu Fresh. And I listen to it often. The name of it is Keys to Happiness. And the message like really, really resonates with me, especially just kind of like based on where I am right now in life. And it connects back to like some of the reflections I've been having, reflections that I think are relevant to this episode. And so I like low key, high key, want to play it for y'all. Y'all already know I do not own the rights to this music. I feel like I need to share that so the podcast release don't get me, but I want to play it because I feel like it's relevant. And so I am going to play it. And just a clip, not the whole song, but just a clip. And then just want to use it to frame up some of what I've been reflecting on, thinking about for this episode. And so, yeah, this is Mumu Fresh, a clip 
from key to happiness again i don't own the rights to this music y'all <laughs> much as that song resonates with me there's a there's a clip there's a the 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 hook or the chorus in and of itself is message i think i found the key to happiness and got nothing to do with who the best i finally believe in happiness i'm finally living freely i think i found the key to happiness ain't got nothing to do with who said what who the best right i think about liberation being personal mm. And then when she, when, when Mumu get down to the verse, I've been all around the world and I must confess, I found true happiness in those with less. Capitalism got us all in a mess, thinking joy can only come from us having the best. Music is theology. Y'all, Bell Hooks talks about, and I know I, <laughs> I feel like I reference Bell Hooks a lot. When I tell you, uh, certainly one of the elders on my intellectual board of directors, Bell Hooks talks about this quest for having the best, trying to be seen as the best. <laughs> she talks about that being fundamental to our experiences in a culture of domination. We oftentimes find ourselves always, you know, being responsive to or striving to be responsive to this sense of not enoughness and so being the best being seen as the best getting ahead trying to stay ahead <laughs> trying to beat you know whoever um, be better than whomever without attention to the cost be so focused on being the best, having the best, being seen as the best, getting ahead. Again, cultural domination, y'all, trying to be responsive to this intrapersonal sense of not enoughness without attention to the cause. And so at what cost? 
whether it's to ourselves, to others, whether it's a cost to the collective. And so with all of that in mind, y'all, this song by Moo Moo Fresh legit feel like gospel, like it legit feel like a sermon. And so it resonates with me very practically because I've been reflecting on uh, just what it means to have a, you know, vision for oneself, whether it's like a leadership vision, whether it's like a vision for like your business. I think about how in the context of our culture, a culture so steeped in individualism and competition that, hey, is so steeped in white supremacy and colonialism, it is so common for us to create visions and like strive to be or make goals around being the best or like being better than, right? Better than, better than, like someone else like is silent, but like better than, right? I actually once heard and have been reflecting on this, someone whom I admire and, and have a lot of love for y'all, a leader, um, share that their vision was, you know, for their work, their organization to be seen as like the best at what they do. Um, when folks think about that industry, they know that there is no one better and that's fair. That's actually like hella common, right? And I've been reflecting on like, what is lost? What is lost when one's vision is dependent on, or there's like a contingency around another? And by another, I mean like another being othered, right? My vision is for me to be seen as better than, the best, which, which suggests that someone else maybe less than or like not as good. Like what happens when our vision, whether it's for ourselves or our business, what have you, our vision around being the best is contingent on someone else being seen as lesser than or not enough. I ain't saying <laughs> having a vision around being best at or better than is right or wrong, y'all. I'm just wondering. I'm just kind of in this space of wondering. And so I'm gonna personalize this, right? I think about myself. I don't know that I want to be known as this like premier coach or advisor or practitioner for, for Black leaders. Like, I don't know that that's like <laughs> the vision, right? I don't know that I want Liberated Love Notes to be the most well-known affirmation card deck or, you know, Liberated Love Notes to be the premier place for resources for Black folks. I don't, I don't know that I, I want how I see my work or my, my vision to be contingent on this like external sourcing for validation or approval. I do know that I want, and you know, maybe this is the reframe. I want every black person who comes in contact with me and my work to feel love, y'all. Um, and maybe it's not every, 
<laughs> maybe it's not every because one I think about how white supremacy tells us that progress is only progress if it's more that things only have value if it can be measured in sort of mass you know this whole quantity over quality right I think about you know, I want liberated love notes not necessarily to be seen as the best affirmation deck or the best <laughs> podcast or like the best place for resources any more than I want liberated love notes to, to be possibility, to serve as possibility for what it means to use one's experience and brilliance to solve for our own problems and needs. I want that to be my North Star, y'all. I would invite you to just think about like your own vision or maybe even goals for yourself or your business, your leadership, and really sit with and reflect on to what extent, to what extent is your vision for yourself, your business grounded in this spirit of competition and individualism? and perhaps not enough on impact, right? To what extent might your vision for yourself, for your, your, your business be so steeped in a spirit of competition individual and individualism that there's not enough attention to impact? And so I'm calling on us to really, in community, unlearn this perpetual need to constantly be validated through mainstream oppressive norms you know unlearn this need to be the one and only <laughs> to be ahead or get ahead and stay ahead to be seen as the best I actually think there's a difference between striving to be your best and striving to be the best there's a difference between striving to be my best I strive to be my best not necessarily the best right? Because the latter will really have us on this metaphorical hamster wheel, y'all. This metaphorical hamster wheel burning ourselves out, burning other folks out, taking on projects and tasks beyond our capacity just to be seen, to feel seen. It'll have us out here going through value and identity crisis. Because rather than being rooted and what's true to us, we latching on to everything that feels new and sort of vogue in. It'll have us out here trying to stay ahead of this like manufactured competition and miss out on opportunity to build as part of a broader collective. Y'all, and this is kind of a sidebar, but, but related. A few days ago, I posted a picture of me pulling from a My Therapy card deck, another Black-owned card deck. And someone commented on my picture like, wow, I love how you're promoting someone else's like card deck. And I thought to myself like, dang, imagine the state of affairs when supporting another Black person doing similar work is noble and not just the bare minimum. <laughs> I'm like abundance mindset teens, right? All 2021 20, and beyond, right? Anyway, I digress. I share this to say, and 
I'm keeping today's episode, this week's episode, fairly short and succinct. I say all this to say that today and this week, I really, really want to affirm that being my best, (laughs) being your best is enough. Today and this week, I affirm that I will not, we will not be seduced by the world's call to be great at the expense of another. Mm. We will not, I will not be seduced by this world's call to be great at the expense of another. We will, (laughs) what we're going to do though, what we will do, what I will will do is continue to lean into and honor my, our individual brilliance and seek out opportunity to be in community with others. I'm going to say that again. I will, we will continue to lean into and honor our individual brilliance and seek out opportunity to be in community with others. I will, we will prioritize authentic impact over mainstream validation and competition. Mm. (laughs) I will, we will prioritize authentic impact over mainstream validation and uh, competition. I strive to be my best, (laughs) y'all. Not the best. I strive to be my best. Frankly, I think that is more true to us (laughs) than some of this white supremacist, patriarchal, individualism, capitalistic (laughs) norm stuff. That's true to us, y'all. This week, I strive to be my best. I hope you strive to be your best. I hope you know that that in and of itself is enough. I promise. Peace, y'all.